Hello and welcome to Capeside Chats, a Dawson's Creek podcast. I'm Simon, this is my first time watching Dawson's Creek, but my esteemed, established, experienced, legendary co-host knows all of Dawson's Creek, knows it like the back of her hand. Lex, Lex and Matt it's an adventure, Rivercourt, frequent guest of the Ravens. How are we doing? What's happening? Good. Recent guest of Ravens. Guys, go check that out if you Very watch One Tree Hill. The most prolific yeah. episode of the whole show. Yeah, that was an intense one. This is It's weird because we were when we did that episode, I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about Dawson's Creek and it's so much lighter. Like intense stuff happens on this show, but nowhere near as intense as one episode of One Tree Hill. Yeah. Like it's just crazy to compare the two, but... Thank you. That was a lovely intro. <laughs> I just realized that you're wearing the sweatshirt that I sent you. I didn't yeah. notice that before. On purpose. You are my connection. You are my Escobar that gets me things out <laughs> of the country into my country. Uh, yes. Yes. UK, it's just sweatshirts. Don't don't come after me. Don't do it. Sweat. I have no money. You can't you can't do anything. And you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now, yeah, I, we need to find something that you want from the UK that I can export to you. I yeah. feel like, yeah, I feel like I can find something. I'll have to, I'll have to look and get that hookup going. Just have yeah. to trade. Like every couple months, we're just like sending parcels. See what happens. I've got all my In and Out Burger T-shirts <laughs> and hoodie upstairs. It's good times. It's good times. Yeah. But, all right, so we're covering, four. yeah, season four, part one. So I don't think we told people ahead of time what episodes we're covering, did we? Do you remember if we did that? No, I think we just said that we were, you said that you were going to tell me what, when yes. to stop. So I looked through and I felt a good place to stop was episode 12. Um, so that, we watched the first 12 episodes of season four. And then obviously we will watch the rest of them in part two. So. Um, how do you feel about it so far? I guess let's just get a broad idea. I feel good. I I got through them quite quickly, uh, and then I was sick for a while, and then, um, you know, schedules and ravens and things and Lex and Matt, and so it's so it's actually I finished probably about two weeks ago, maybe, um, yeah, or got up to episode twelve. <laughs> And yeah, I really enjoyed it. There's definitely, I feel like there's been the biggest tone shift in season four to any of the other seasons. Like one to three kind of felt, though they were gradually changing. And obviously season one was only like, was it like six episodes or 10? No, 13. Uh, it was, it, it's 13. Yes. Yeah. Right, 13. So, yeah. Um, so even though that one was shorter, the first three kind of feel a little bit more the same. Mm-hmm. And four kind of felt like that. Okay. There's been that gap and they look a bit they look older there's some different hairstyles going on uh yeah it, we're gonna talk about hair <laughs> <laughs> and it, it looks a little bit more um like it, i'd love like the cinematography was like looked like it was slightly different like whether they maybe had slightly bigger budget or they're using slightly different cameras it kind of just it looked aesthetically a little bit different and, and not not in a bad way or anything mm-hmm. but i do have predictions on what's going to happen 
in season five so i can i can get to that oh, later. okay but based on some of these things yeah that's interesting because you still we still haven't finished season four so you're yes. already coming out to swing okay um so i don't know if they had a budget increase or anything like that um but i understand what you're saying uh i think it's just certain things certain choices that they made like how dawson's room is completely different mm. um how he's taken up a new hobby how mm. yeah but um i think yeah there's something jar- there is something very jarring about so pacey has a buzz cut which is i i think I would argue almost worse than the Caesar cut that he has in season one, because at least that fits then. But like the buzz cut just does not look good on him. Um, it grows out as this season progresses and it looks more normal. But yeah, it's just and Joshua Jackson's got a great head of hair. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> and then and what's weird is I do have the season four DVD here, but it doesn't have Dawson's longer hair on it. It has different a different season's look of Dawson, which, why? I don't understand Earlier that. season or later. But I would argue um, Dawson's hair is also terrible. It doesn't look good. It's like, he looks like a Italian mobster. mobster. It's like okay. slick back all mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> Just not a good look. I don't know. I don't like he it. W- he was better as a character in this season so far like as in he yeah he he was rough in season three towards the end yes. really rough like with like the boat race situation he, yeah they he even that. references that in this he's like oh last time i did something like tried to go after a girl like eh, it was a mm. boat race you know so it, yeah he's dawson's a rough character and he is he was at rock bottom and now he's kind of just trying to claw his way back out of that or he's been in that process in the time since so it's been the whole summer has passed Mm -hmm. they're back for their senior year um pacey and joey went away on the boat trip um as bessie points out she did not give any warning or anything she just left they it was truly that like true love romance take off gone um dawson has spent the summer painting houses with jack so they kind of do their own little small business type of deal um he's taken up photography as a hobby and he's just spent the summer with andy jen and jack and they've all gotten even closer and you can tell that that support system has been incredibly important for dawson Mm -hmm. um so i guess we can we can kind of just get into some of the characters, like their their story so far of what you've seen in season four. Uh, do you have anyone in particular that you want to discuss first? I think maybe Andy is a good place to start because yes. she's in and she's out. And what I would say is from yeah. the first And you, cor- you correctly predicted that. You did. Did I? Oh, wait, yes, you did. You said hey, you think Andy's story is done and her character is going to be leaving soon. So I was just like, yeah, yeah, you're correct. Well done, me. Well done, yeah. me. <laughs> well, I, I, it felt, in the first episode particularly, it felt like she was a different character. Like it felt like they were writing her wrong. Like she suddenly yeah. was all flirty and and into guys. And I can't remember if it was the first episode or the second episode where... It's like the two French guys, but they actually 
yeah. speak English and all this sort that of That was stuff. the first. Right. Yeah, and that was the first kinda, episode. It was kind of like, who, this, isn't, this isn't how she was. This isn't who this character is. Unless she's like going through a change and we're going to see that. But we need to see that evolve. But they quite quickly got her back to where... Um, like to where she was before to being more like herself and then we get like that crazy episode where she takes the e-pill and uh and all the of that e-pill. stuff what do you call it ecstasy the pill x the drugs. yeah oh x just Ooh, x dang- yeah dangerous <laughs> x or ecstasy is um i and i think that's what they they call it in that um yeah so what is it that Andy basically goes through before that? She's obsessed with getting into college. So she still has that Andy part. Um, but her, like, there's very clearly concern that she's, like, obsessing over it in the same way that she has over other things in the past. Um, she basically stalks people to get, like, interviews and stuff like that in this, yeah. which is mega creepy. Yeah, I, it does feel like they don't know what to do with her. She's, for lack of a better, she served her purpose, kind of. Yeah, especially now that she's not with Pacey and that <laughs> mm-hmm. partnership's gone. It she's kind of a, a loose end. So I think it was good that they kind of let her go. I I, I think she might come back at some point. Okay, mm-hmm. this probably would tie in. Okay, right for my prediction here is that One Tree Hill has been has harvested a lot of ideas from dawson's creek and okay if this is their senior year and they're going to go off to college and i can't see them tracking individual storylines i think mm-hmm. that they're gonna time jump like one tree mm. hill and i think that's gonna be crazy that then one tree hill would have emulated the same thing that mm-hmm. seems to be the only th- the, i can't see how else they can do it i think it has to be that they jump past college, and then it's the same as One Tree Hill. It's people coming back after that. As, like, young adults. Yeah, to yeah. start, like, their adult lives. I well, I mean, they're see. they're technically young adults here, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, 20-somethings. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're going to start their, like, first, you know, full-time, real jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mean real. You know what I mean. Like, you're... Right, right, right. I, kind of, I, I guess for myself, I kind of saw myself as being... Even though when I was at college, I I didn't start my first job post-college until I was 22. So even mm-hmm. that whole time, I kind of saw myself as though I'm like a young adult. It was kind of like an extension of my adolescence. And I kind of felt like, okay, now I finished college, got my first like full-time job. This is kind of like my, I'm like an adult now, I'm going mm-hmm. over into that threshold. And I feel like that's what will happen with them because i can't see how else they can do it because they if they followed them in college in separate threads and things i think that would be confusing or it'd be too mm-hmm. separate and then they're not all going to go to the same college and you can't lose joey dawson pacey or jen they're like the core four i i would say jack as well but he wasn't in jack has become an integral part of the show for sure like he's not i don't want to i don't want to label andy as expendable uh she kind of is um in as far as like our main characters are concerned mm. um yeah so that's an interesting prediction i i mean and they and we'll get to the pacey 
portion of it, but they seem to imply also that Pacey might not even be able to get into college. Right. So that's been a, a a thread within the show. Um, but so so Andy is kind of falling off the deep end towards the end of her run here. Um, mm-hmm. She's obsessing over college. She does get into Harvard early acceptance or whatever, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Um, and then she ends up, she ends up like taking the X and then that's the, the last episode that she's in or, or the episode right before, correct? Yeah. She leaves in the next yeah. one because she doesn't need to, she has enough credits to yes. already finish high school or something like that. Yeah. I, it, it's a very, so I'm thinking because the actor who played their father passed away oh man that was so sad i saw that like came up mm-hmm. at the end you know and you know ironically i was listening to a movie podcast literally like two or three days before that and it was an episode covering stand by me and he is in that and they were talking they were saying his name and i had no and they were like you know commending him on a great performance and i didn't know the name and um but i was hearing it and then i read it on when it said you know in like love in memory and i was like oh my god that's him the same guy so i didn't know he was in stand by me and i'm actually looking that up now i don't remember that at all do you remember who he was in that oh, movie god. i'm checking now because i'm nervous <laughs> is it says he was rob reiner's first choice to play the adult gordy lachance ah. but was replaced by richard dreyfus Ah. In the first long shot, you can still see that it is Dukes, not Dreyfus, sitting in the car. Um, and then this says that Dukes died while appearing in another Stephen King adaptation. Wait, so, so he okay, was so, working at the time. So that so that must have been like the trivia then. So he was in Stand yes. by Me, but he was yes. replaced. Okay, yes, excellent. He was he yeah no you're you're correct he was replaced. Um, he, oh man, he died of a heart attack, unfortunately, and he was only 65 years old, or I'm sorry, 55 years old. Oh man. That's very young. That's so um, sad. He he had, um, well, rest in peace. He had amazing yeah. performances in this season. He's been great the whole way through, but, um, the way that they were handling the yeah. storyline with Jack and I forget Jack's like love interest friend, um, his name, but. Like the way they were at like the car museum and and all of this, those things. This season or the last season? Oh, was that last season? The car. Oh, you're you're thinking of Ethan. Um, yeah, Ethan. This season, this season is Toby. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure yeah. how I feel about we'll, him. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about Toby. Yeah. Okay, my bad. But you know uh, the. It's... No, no, no. You're you're good. So yeah, he he is kind of in this season. I I do have that. I always wonder what more they would have done with his character. And they wrote him off in a really good way, as best as they could manage. It's weird that it worked so well with what they had filmed. Because he's basically like, Andy, I had this opportunity when I was, you know, your age to go do these things. I want to give this opportunity to you. Go to Europe. Go, you know, go out into the world Mm. before you go to college. Which, that's a very common thing for you guys, isn't it? Like, Like to take a gap year. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's kind of seems to be what he's almost implying. She's but instead of graduating and taking a year, she's just leaving school early because she can and kind of taking almost a year off. 
yeah tra- traveling uh is is big here for people that are able to afford to do those things um right like when i was in in college in the summers i did camp america which was which is really which is pretty right. popular here where you get your flights paid for and obviously you stay at the camp and get like the food and whatever um why is that funny no 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 i just i thought okay i i actually wanted to ask you this and i don't think i remember to message you um in i saw a video of in germany they have commercials like info commercials which is like feed americans because they're starving like <laughs> like like the way that you would in a we do not call it third world country but for the sake of this we will say third world country even though places, i know it is yeah. developing country so mm. i was i was i was just thinking i was like oh they send brits over here to save us that makes sense like that's what of like like anyway sorry i don't i don't think no that's well i haven't seen anything like that it's very much stated it's gotta be it's gotta be some like political ad or something for some purpose within germans (laughs) the german politics that i'm just not aware of at the moment right okay yeah maybe (laughs) i mean yeah it's it's fascinating it's um proposed to us as go and travel go go work mm-hmm. in america and then travel afterwards you know mm-hmm. and then and then and then come back it's like an amazing free four-month experience and they do it in other places we can like go and uh work in like australia and other you know parts of europe etc um so yeah that is quite common and amazing like they were the, some of the best experiences of my life so it's um is is america one of the more popular choices amongst like you and your peers yeah oh for sure yeah i mean i'm i'm the only i was gonna say i'm the only person i know that did it except i i told my friend about it a friend that i made when i was older like in our mid-20s and he went and did it in his mid-20s and it's generally something that people do when they're like nine i did it when i was like 19 20 21 yeah and most people do it at that sort of age and he did it when he was like 24 25 and i think he mm. said he felt a little bit old but um yeah but yeah, yeah i've had it's a great experience i because I, i've returned to school in my late 20s and i've had those like where they're like go study abroad and i'm like no not with these yeah. 19 year olds like i'll just go vacation or, or like you know no i'm not doing that but so so Andy's given this opportunity and that's kind of how they write her out of the show mm-hmm. and they write their father as well. And like you don't, you know, they don't want to kill him off. That's that would be really yeah. dark. So they, they kind of just like, OK, he's kind of gone as well, um, which leaves Jack in a difficult situation of like he, he loses his support system but we can talk about that with jack when you get to him but yeah i think andy's biggest thing is her kind of mending fences a little bit with dawson and pacey yeah um, on, her, on her way out and she gets them all to the uh, leary's fish restaurant right yeah yeah leary's fresh fish i believe is the the name of the restaurant did i tell you that i saw on ebay you know how I be with like props and things, and there was a like a staff shirt from from the fish the restaurant. Fish? Yeah, and it was just like would have been worn by an extra or something, and it was up there for like three hundred dollars or something. And um, 
I just I messaged the guy to be like, that's that's a lot for this. <laughs> like, yeah, if you want to make a deal, then let me know. And they were, he was really rude, so fuck that guy. <laughs> no, yeah, I'd rather have the ice house one anyway, which I need to order. That, that might be a next paycheck thing. <laughs> you do because yeah. I keep thinking about that. I li- I just like that shade of blue too. But anyway, um, so. I feel so nostalgic now, the Ice House. The Ice House, I know. Isn't it crazy how much the show changes? Like, you were like, oh, not like, you know, it didn't really change that much. I'm like, it changed. uh, I was sitting there thinking, like, it has changed a lot. But this one Mm. feels different. I understand that. Um, And that's why some people struggle because with the show after season three, because season three is such a peak. Like, how do we, like, how do we come back from that? You know, it almost sucks as writers because they're, they wrote such a good send off and such a dramatic thing. And then it's like, how mm. do you match that? Like that level that we left it at. Hmm. Which season did Abby die? Season two. Yes. Season two. That's still my biggest shock moment of. The... Is it? Yeah. yeah. Because it it was it's the cut of oh shit she's falling in the water to oh my god they're yeah. zipping up a body bag <laughs> like i my favorite thing that has happened so far is still you saying i want her in the grave and then me just going <laughs> in the background like we're going to have to record now granted it's not like abby is like a fan favorite character no one got mad at us for this but i was just <laughs> sitting there like Simon, <laughs> I can't tell you. Don't do this. I miss um, doing those. When I, I used to do, that's when I used to do the Instagram every, story for every yeah. episode. I miss doing that um, because we had so much interaction, but it also felt um, it felt like people were on the journey with us. Um, but that was like a whole different time. I was actually saying to my wife earlier that when. Like when our son was small, he, our son's almost walking now. Like he's sort of doing that drunk. He's almost walk. a year old, right? Oh, drunk yeah. walk. Yeah, it's almost a year. He does like a drunk walk. He can walk like ten steps and kind of like falls over. But mm-hmm. now it's crazy. Like you, he, it, he takes your full attention every every minute of the day, every second of the day, which is great. I love him. But it's exhausting. Where when during season one and season two. He was kind of chilling. Like, I could just be holding yeah. him and, oh, the TV's on. Or, okay, he sleeps a lot now, so put him down in the, you know, Moses basket or whatever. But now he only naps Pram. once a day and he's just running around the house the whole time. Like, it's... Um, he's he's becoming a, a toddler, right? Don't they technically yeah. become toddlers at, like, one or yeah, is it two? something like that. He's also bullying my dog, Lex, and it's like he's pulling on her tail and stuff. Team and... Luna, no, <laughs> I know. no. She's so good with him as well, but uh, baby yeah. name redacted, no. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's adorable. That's why he gets away with it. Even Luna's like, I can't. For this now, kid is cute. For I'll now, deal. If he pushes yeah. it too too far, Luna was here first, and he will have to go. Will... That's fair. Yeah, I I totally get that. Like, <laughs> right? This, what are you, what are you a tiny human? Like, come on, you've barely been here. She's right. put the time in. She's yeah. put the hours in for sure. in this family. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, that makes sense. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it is harder to do that. Um. In the same way that it's harder to do something like Ravens versus this. 
Like, that's why we, we chose this format, because we were like, well, we can't really do another weekly podcast about, mm-hmm. you know, every episode of a show. But it ends up working out for at least this mm. one. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm also nostalgic for that because I'm not seeing your reactions to individual episodes and I do, I'll, like, I'll try I, and do it. I'll try and do it for no, this it's, next it's time. It's okay. I feel like what you should start doing is when crazy things happen or like something that like makes you go, oh my God, like you should post those moments. Okay. And, yeah. and not really worry about episode to episode, just things that stick out to you. Like yeah. that's what I would probably recommend. Um, okay. So that kind of covers Andy, um, and you, and so you do think Andy's going to be back. You don't now. Do you yeah. think this is like she's gone, as in like she'll be back at some point, but she's no longer a cast member of this show? Yeah, I, I yeah. would, I would guess it would be a bit like to always bring it back to One Tree Hill, but would be right. like when Rachel comes back in the later seasons, where she's like in. A couple episodes yeah. here and there and then she might show up for two episodes here and then that's it you know but i i wanted I have to, to admit, ask you i loved the way they brought her back though I, oh yeah I, especially at the very end oh, fuck. anyway continue so you want to ask me there's so much good stuff yeah. uh, to do with that um yes when once we're finished with the with season six mm. i I wanted and want to, but I won't do it until we're there, to reach out to some of the cast members to have them on, to have a conversation. Uh, yes. Would you be down for that? Oh, absolutely. Excellent. If we if we talk to Joshua Jackson or Katie Holmes in particular, I'll lose it. I will I say think... that I have... I have talked to James Vanderbeek, though. Like, not in, a, not in an interview, but, like, on Instagram, like... That's talking cool. to him in the comments and stuff i've, I've like I've, I've had like little interactions with him so um he seems like a very nice dude like very cool uh yeah i'm i'm hoping the same and i'm also i'm thinking that um gail um the actress who plays gail might be working on a book or something because she's been oh, okay. reposting a lot of old nostalgic videos and stuff which i can't wait to until you're done because then I can send you her Instagram and you can go through and see all of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, but for now, you you just you can't. Um, so yeah, like like that that would be awesome. We're definitely going to try to get interviews. Um, but I agree that it should happen at the end of it because then you can mm. know the full extent of the show. For sure. Uh, okay, so we basically covered Andy's story. Who do you who do you want to talk about next? Uh, you choose. I chose Andy. Well, why don't we talk about Jack? Because obviously they're they're linked together, and I just found Jack's story really fascinating. Because you would think that after what happened with Ethan, they would immediately be introducing him like another love interest, right? Like that mm-hmm. seems to be how these shows work. Like one's gone, you know. Um, we always bring it back to One Tree Hill, don't we? Like, the stuff with Lucas happens, then, hey, there's Felix, new guy, Mm -hmm. new thing, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so, I remember thinking when I watched this, I'm like, okay, so Jack's gonna immediately get a new love interest. And I'm like, no, what Jack's gonna do is Jack's gonna hurt himself, 
and lose this thing that he really loves. And then he's going to find a new thing that he loves, which is coaching. Yeah. And oh, I, this is one of my favorite Jack storylines, this little um, micro arc of him and Molly, like, and him having this connection with um i was just like questioning if i if her name was mom yeah the little girl yes i'm like 99 percent sure if i'm wrong no i think that's i think that's right (laughs) (laughs) don't tell me just let me assume that i'm right forever that's how that's how this works i i assume that's how that worked when i signed on for this yeah right yes exactly (laughs) we're always right so (laughs) it starts with jack um there's there's some subplots there with jen that i don't want to get into but Jack is like like hanging out with Dawson, hanging out with his friends. He's still best friends with Jen. Like that is their like an unbreakable bond type of thi- type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um and he so he ends up injuring himself and then he's coaching soccer. And once again, like I just love how there's so many sides to Jack how he will just put himself in situations of like doing different things. He will put himself out there. One of the only we're like real things that he's shy about for lack of a better word is things related to him being gay. And I think that's because he still has some internalized homophobia, which we can get into, especially when mm. he goes to the meeting and stuff like that. Um, but before that he's coaching the soccer team and really he's he's punished for being gay yeah 100 percent. and this is 2000 by the way just for the the full context of when this is taking place so um gay marriage is not legal in the u.s it will not become legal for over a decade after that no way when did it become legal to like 2010 Uh, 2012 i believe wow isn't that yeah. crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was here in the UK. Like, I'm not saying I don't think it was like particularly uh, more progressive or anything. But that really shows how progressive uh, the whole LGBTQ plus community has been over the last couple of decades. Like, that is that's okay. Nuts, so it, is. it yeah. was 2014 for the UK. Oh, it was after. After, uh, yeah. Let me double oh, wow. check the the U.S. Um... Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's probably the way. I think, isn't it? Like, I think Australia was like even more behind that, wasn't it? I believe there was something about. I might have that. gotten the year wrong. Uh, twenty twenty fifteen. No, uh, what is this? I don't even know, guys. I don't even know when when we when I got my rights. I don't even know. I don't know. Same sex marriage in Australia has been legal since the ninth of December, twenty seventeen. Yeah, so it's very recent. Crazy. Um, I was not, I wasn't out. I was closeted when gay marriage. What like? Was I was still in the closet at that time? I would come out shortly after. But yeah, so twenty uh, basically twenty fifteen. For the u.s so like it's it's but it's just within a couple of years there like that's just be, become legal um but i couldn't find like the actual legal 
Supreme Court. That's why did I think twenty twelve? Anyway, um, so this is quite a progressive storyline. Then into being two thousand, yes. and what I like about it is that I mean, what I don't like about it is give this kid a break. Like my God, he's just constantly, constantly, uh, you know, having these hurdles and hate and prejudice, etc. But what I like about it is that it's not shying away from it and it's painting it as antagonistic behavior, which obviously it is. Yeah. And you have to remember that we're still dealing with stuff like that. So I am starting a new job at a company. I'm not talking about personal stuff within that, but I know someone within the company and I had to ask, is it safe for me to be openly gay Mm. within the company? Because like if it's a state The United States has a lot of things called like right to work or whatever, which is basically companies have the right to fire you over whatever the fuck they want. And we're, yeah. Wow. Um, There's been particular things where it's like opposition to birth control. They like, so like they won't, if they're religious, um, there's a company called Hobby Lobby here that is religious. um, And they're like, well, we're not going to cover birth control in our um, healthcare services because... We don't, we don't believe in it. Like, things like that. Like, the, there's just so much backward shit. So, yeah. These issues are still very relevant. They're improving. But I, I remember having discussions with, um, you know, past partners or whatever who they were out in, you know, because, like, she was younger than me and out in high school. And I was like, that wasn't really an option for me in high school like i was like gay marriage wasn't even legal when i was in high school and she was like oh like you know just a couple years difference Mm. that we were we were not that big an age difference but it's radically different and so yeah you look at jack being openly gay but like also kind of worried about it in a small town in 2000 that's that's crazy like that is like you say incredibly progressive storytelling um and it's one of my favorite stories on the show because um i need to say this in a (laughs) i need to be careful about not naming names but before i came out i did have someone around me say that gay people should not be allowed around children because we cannot have them ourselves. So we would try to make children gay. I mean, this is, these things are like, I mean, I mean, that's incredibly hurtful, but it's almost like laughable, isn't it? Like in terms of how stupid and ridiculous can someone be? It is one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Um, and I, what's funny is I remember in that moment, I was about to come out. Mm. I was getting ready to choose that moment. And then that happened. And I was like, I can't. And then it was another year, I think, after before I felt safe. You feel because you heard that it it made, it pushed it back a year. Yes. Yes. That's so sad. I did not. And it took me um a a long time to slowly tell people because i did not feel safe Mm. about it 
Um, my friends, friends have never been a concern, but, you know, other parties can be mm-hmm. tricky. <laughs> so, yeah, like that's an exit. So, so really what the undertone of this story, and that's why I love this story, is this idea that there's a, there is a perversion or some reason why Jack would be around these kids and that he's going to corrupt them in mm-hmm. some way. Um, and that's why they are treating him like he's a villain when yeah. he's just cares about the kids and his orient- sexual orientation has nothing to do with it. Mm. But they find a way. And that's kind of what I was talking about, like a job trying to fire you. They they might not be allowed to technically fire you for being gay, but they'll find a way. So they weren't allowed to like, they couldn't, they could they couldn't say the thing out loud that you know this racism is the same way where a lot of times in our society now you can't say that thing out loud but you find a way to do it right you find a way to be a bigot so they basically put it on the shoulders of this girl who's you know just trying to play soccer and enjoy herself and she feels responsible for jack getting fired and everything like that and he has to he has to help her in that moment but the beautiful thing about that terrible story is that he has this real impact on her. Um, and it kind of reminds me of a shortened version of the impact that Pacey had with um, oh, yeah. Jerry Maguire's kid. Jerry Maguire's kid, yeah. <laughs> of like, you know, this is this is a thing. You're like, this, is, this kid's going to remember this adult, hmm. semi-adult that would like has their own problems and their own things going on, but like took the time to care for them in their lives. Yeah. (laughs) All very well put. And and something that I like about Jack's storyline is, and it's interesting that you said about potentially him having some internal homophobia, which we must explore because I'm I'm interested. Yeah. But something I like about it is that he is portrayed he's not portrayed as super camp and i think in these kind of in these kind of times uh like in the 2000s late 90s that if that to have a a gay character in a show they they would often lean into being super flamboyant and camp etc and this he is kind of he doesn't fit into that stereotype and actually he has some questionings when with it's toby you said isn't it toby with saying oh what because uh you know i don't uh act a certain way or dress a certain way etc etc that makes me less gay i mean that's it's yeah that's interesting but i i think it's i like the fact that he yeah it's not falling into those stereotypes and i like the fact that then that is even being (laughs) like questioned a little bit later in in the show i mean it's it would talk to me about the homophobia what what do you mean by that so internalized homophobia is when as a society you much like internalized racism or anything like that to put it into context um people try to go i'm not like people try to say right i'm not racist i'm not homophobic i'm not this and that and you are like it is embedded in you from a societal level and is your job to combat that internalized hate or i'm sorry combat that hatred that is imprinted in you and in the case of a person who is 
in that minority group, they can take it and turn it into a form of self-hatred. Mm. So, um, you know, I am not straight, so I do not fall into the, the classic idea of, you know, American, you know, wife, husband, two kids, like the classic idea of what you think mm -hmm. the nuclear family oh, should the be. The Simpsons. It's yes, printed exactly. right here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so the idea would be that Jack, for example, and this is what Toby is kind of projecting onto Jack, um, because Toby is a little bit more flamboyant. Mm -hmm. And we do need to keep in mind that Ethan was also like Jack. Yeah. You could not um, they were not flam more flamboyant, more um, soft around the edges or anything like that. They yeah. were just like, they're dudes and they like, you know, they, they, were, they were pretty, you know, masculine. Um, and Toby is not that way. Toby is a, like, he's not like stereotype or anything like that. I think the, the character is portrayed really well, but it's also one of the things you can tell that Toby has never been able to hide who he is. Yeah, right. Um, and was probably bullied and stuff by guys who look like Jack, right. who he finds handsome, but like mm -hmm. beat the shit out of him. Um, so, so the idea is, and that what Toby is kind of putting on him, which I feel like is way too much to put on Jack, a guy that he has just met, <laughs> is the idea that Jack hates someone like Toby because Toby is not falling in line and being basically straight. Right. Like being as straight as he can while also being gay, I guess would be a way to put it. Yeah. Um, blending. He's yeah. like blending into the quote unquote right. norm of like their high school and everything right. else where, yeah, Toby he... can't help but be how, he, be how he is, who he is. And unfortunately, that puts him... Uh, out of the crowd right and then as an easy target but i think like what you just said uh, before that is perfect is that toby is seeing in jack the people that that mm -hmm. we're guessing have like tormented him over the years so he's putting onto him uh what what he imagines him to be like but actually jack we know that jack isn't a bully and isn't like yeah. that and actually he's kind and sweet and gentle you know and though he's like on the football team and the and that's a beautiful story in itself that he's been accepted by by the team and they they mm -hmm. love him because he has skill and he works hard and you know that's all that they want yeah oh i just have to add in i'm super happy yeah. that um creepy forgotten his name already jen's the tumor that was stuck on the gem jen is yes. gone what was his name and that is that uh um henry henry i was about to say harvey henry. yeah you predicted that correctly as well but but that we'll get to with jen's story because jack is tied into yes, that he kind yes, of breaks yes. up for her or for him I'm drinking an um, american beer for you by the way lex oh yeah yeah you got some nice piss water there cool. <laughs> i knew he was gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> um okay so so Toby, one thing that I really hate about Toby in the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> Yum. I don't know how else to say it. Toby immediately comes in making fun of lesbians. Like, mm. he comes in and he's like, oh, I'm so glad. What's funny is he's doing the exact same stereotype that he's, like, saying 
about Jack, basically. But he's like, oh, I'm so glad that we finally have, like, a more femme lesbian around. Because all we've got are these, like, I mean, he's, he, he, that's basically what he says in the beginning. Yeah. And Jen's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not offended by that. But yeah, I'm, I'm actually straight. This is Jack. Like, I'm here supporting him. I'm an ally, which Jen would absolutely be welcome in those spaces because she's such a cool person who, um, you could tell she wouldn't like impose on like an overstep boundaries or anything like that. She's just there to be along for the ride yeah because she's comfortable in herself she knows herself yeah yeah and she respects the safe space of all of these people coming together which is not always the case with you know certain people um but yeah i so like toby immediately starts in a bad like 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 a bad position for me i'm just annoyed by him Mm -hmm. um coming in i'm like okay so you're claiming that Jack hates, kind of hates himself and hates, like, femme gay and, like, all this stuff. But then at the same time, you're denouncing, like, more butch masculine women? Like, that's weird. That's that's fucked up. Like, I, you know. So he's not on a, based on where we are right now, he's, he's not in a good place to me. He's barely in it. Um, he's been in it a little bit. He does go to the birthday party because Jen takes him to the birthday party, weirdly. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of, like, sprinkled in at times, but he's still very much a new character as far as this season is concerned. Yeah, I'm assuming to see more of him on the second half of the season. And, yeah, I think he was his entrance was to be that he is incredibly outspoken and uh, has an opinion on everything that kind of character but yeah i mean i haven't i didn't warm to him instantly because we're team jack right and because he was sort yeah, of coming yeah. in on on him but i can imagine that he's gonna soften and mm-hmm. i don't think they're gonna end up together i don't i don't think that's gonna happen because i don't know i just don't think that i, I don't think that yeah. he's like jack's type like I think that maybe Jack yeah. probably like because he really liked Ethan, so maybe he prefers I don't know more masculine more masculine men or who knows we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's going to happen. I, think... I don't think Jack knows what he likes right now. I will say that. Yeah, like I... I don't think Jack has figured out what he likes in men. Only that he knows he likes men. Yeah, um, there was a pe- there a was a, there was a second there where I thought that they were going to go the other way and that he was going to actually think. Oh, actually, maybe, maybe he was confused, and maybe he's bisexual, or maybe there. I can't remember the mm-hmm. exact moment, but I thought, oh, maybe because it's not happening, like because it didn't happen with Ethan, and or that he was gonna have like a, the kiss, and then maybe like a a moment of still being unsure. But no, nah, it feels like he is sure, but I don't. I think it's still gonna be a while before yeah. we see him like have a boyfriend or have like romantic a romantic date or something like that. And and you have to remember he doesn't really have a dating pool, so it's mm. not as if he has a lot of opportunities around him anyway. Um, the idea of I'm sure much like a lot of the other characters, the idea of going to college is a really big deal for him because right. he can meet more people with different backgrounds and you know ethan was in college mm-hmm. we have to remember that like ethan was older than him um and it feel i think toby is older as well i think toby's also in college so he's there's no one else gay at the school 
and that scene it kind of feels like that scene as a as more liberal right and more like okay mm-hmm. there's gonna be yeah like a like a bigger community because they even mentioned it it might have been in well, the last season that oh just because you know we're the two only gay guys here doesn't mean that we're gonna be together i think that was maybe mm-hmm. in season three yes but what we did get in was. this season was that he wanted oh no was that also last season what about when he wants to go to the prom that was that was last season as well because that was that when, was last season. That yeah. was when uh, Joey and Pacey. That was right at the end of last yes. season, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so yeah, he just um, and you have to keep in mind um, the idea of staying in the closet until you get to college is a big deal because they can also be kicked out of their home and be homeless. Mm-hmm. So. If you go to college, you're living in your dorm room. Like you can kind of safely be gay and be yeah. out at least on campus maybe not at home but you know there's that extra little layer possibly of being able to be out um thankfully jack's not in that situation although he's had his issues with his home life um so i think that pretty much covers jack as far as this portion of the season is concerned mm-hmm. um, i think he's my favorite he's so great i think i love him um he did interact a lot with jen obviously because they are it's weird because sometimes it's almost as if they have jen and jack be a couple and put so many stories with them tied together that like they don't always have romantic partnerships on the outside yeah um because they also dissolve Jen's relationship very quickly mm-hmm. in this season. And does she she doesn't have anyone no, else she has her, lined up. Her stuff is with Grams oh. a little bit and then with like as in like her storyline. She's dealing and, with Drew. Oh god, I hate you, Drew. I know, I know. So we'll get into Drew as we're discussing Jen. Um the beginning of the season, Jen is broken up with by henry yay <laughs> yay but also like god what a fucking coward what to, to basically like contact jack and be like i don't really know how to break up with her I told her i loved her i chased her forever i got her now i don't want her I that st- dude's gonna be toxic as fuck for the rest of his life god. i stood in the rain with a sign for days wait did you did no. um out like in behind the scenes in real life was there a particular reason did that actor not sign back on because it seemed like that he was at least good for another few episodes to close it out did, was he just going into movies I, or something i have no idea let me look up him just in case i think his name's michael, michael pitt it's michael pitt yeah because maybe this was the the sort of time of like murder by numbers was around like two thousand, so maybe he got a little bit big for his boots and thought two thousand two was murder by numbers. So yeah, um, he was doing. It looks like he was doing some like Broadway stuff as well and everything. So maybe he was just kind of done with uh with TV. Or they just were done with the character. I mean, what all can you do with that character? He was kind of like, it's kind of like Andy. Like, you served your purpose giving this idea that Jen can open her heart up again and let someone in and then have it promptly crushed. But, yeah, so 
so Jen, um, God, I, I love Jen though. Like her interactions are, have still become largely supporting, but that support is so vital because she ends up like helping Jack get into new, these new things. Like I think that one of the reasons he's not scared to do a lot of these things is because she goes with him. She mm. goes with him to the meeting and everything like that. Um, you know, she works on the coaching stuff with him. Uh, she is also that way with Dawson, like trying to kind of ease this relationship back together. And she's staying very neutral, which I appreciate. Even after spending the summer with Dawson, she does not hold any malice towards Joey and Pacey, mm -hmm. which is kind of needed, like, because... I think it can be a choose side situation very quickly. For sure. Um, and I do think Andy basically chose Dawson's side for jealousy reasons as well. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and then there's Jen, there's Jen like applying to college. So mm -hmm. Grams and Jack have to help her apply. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that, that Jack, well, it's kind of interfering, but positive interference. And he took like some of her old essays and so it was still her work like i think that was mm -hmm. important if he had like written the essays on her behalf then that would yeah. have been like you know it would have been like fraudulent that would have been like yeah yeah you can get in huge trouble for doing stuff like that but not just um, not just in terms of literally but also in terms of jen not feeling like she would have earned her place if she had been accepted mm -hmm. you know and so i think it was done in the right way and yeah, it just shows that they're willing to go that extra mile to support her. Yes. Um, and she has her dramas throughout this season as well. So she has the the boat almost dying oh, with man. Pacey. That episode. that episode is incredibly good and intense. Um, and then she has where she got the drugs from Drew. Because Drew, as we found out, is a guy from her past in New York who is, you know, another spoiled kid who, you know, would supply her with ecstasy and stuff like that. They have some romantic history together. I did love that reveal, though. And I'm sure you did, too, where, like, she sees him and she's like, what are you doing here? And it's like, what are you doing? Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. And he, he fucks up her life in certain ways where he's like, I'm going to throw a party and it, every, it's going to be Jen's birthday. And it's like, no, it's not actually her birthday. Um... God, I hate Drew. But yeah, but the they episode... Get him back, though. They get him back. They say They do. The, the episode where she has the boat... She goes on the boat with Pacey. Yeah. Let's talk is, about it. Yeah, let's talk about that one um, before we get into her kind of issues with Jack over the Andy situation. I just love that episode, in particular for the Jen... Um, the moment when they get back and Grams is kind of like, I lost my faith in this moment. Like I kind of like I, I was losing that and that scares me. And Jen goes, well, you lent it to me because mm -hmm. I had faith in this moment. Mm -hmm. And that's just, Oh God, their, their interactions. They are, they are more like mother and daughter mm -hmm. than you can tell Grams is not close to her daughter. And, you know, obviously Jen is not closer. This is, like, one of the strongest relationships they've had in their lives. Mm. Like, is their, inter, you know, interactions together. 
yeah no yeah i love that as well it kind of rounded the episode out and especially because she they she was talking to pacey and they were having these sort of conversations of faith and things while it was mm-hmm. happening that episode so i i've been watching these um episodes on the treadmill and so mm-hmm. i do about 35 minutes so sometimes so i miss like five minutes each time and so when i go mm-hmm. on you know so i never do a full episode in one go and this was one where i was like no i'm just gonna stand here for five minutes and just finish this yeah. because this is so good well what i thought was important to know is that some of the special effects you know aren't the best but mm-hmm. it's not important because the storytelling is so yep. good the acting is so good and it's tv that is that bit isn't important to focus on at all but um I, when when the storm was happening and they are out on the boat i was thinking are they gonna go there are they gonna get stranded in a storm it's not gonna happen it's not on dawson's yeah. creek like this is and it happens and the waves are massive and yeah i thought it was great it was the most it was probably my favorite episode of these uh these 12 and it reminded me well it didn't didn't remind me but the the episode in season three it's like the blair witch one that was like an episode where i was like i'm legitimately scared at a dawson's creek Mm -hmm. episode and then in this episode i was like this is like a legitimate like action thriller kind of movie like i love the way that they're able to incorporate like different genres and it's not just what you would expect of uh, a a teen drama i love it Mm -hmm. i thought it was great what do you think well you can feel that love of film like they love movies they are and they like they have it with dawson's character and then you actually see it in the show the way the show is filmed everything so yeah i totally agree i love that episode um i was i remember being worried that pacey would not get off the boat Mm -hmm. like that was a concern and i think had joey not been there like dawson was not enough to get him off that boat Jen was not enough, like no one else was enough to get him off that boat except for Joey like so had this been a, a alternate timeline where there was never a Joey and a Pacey and Dawson went out and found him in the same sort of situation where he's out on the boat Pacey would have stayed in that boat and could have died like mm-hmm. that I just think that I don't know it's just one of those weird things that's always sat with me as far as that episode is concerned um so <laughs> I do want to talk I definitely want to talk about the usual suspects and everything like that episode. But uh finishing off Jen's portion of it, she does have some strain in her relationship with Jack because she drugs. gives the ecstasy. Andy Andy stole that fucking ecstasy. Mm-hmm. I hated that. And yeah, Jen is making it sound really good, but She's also just Jen. She's she's talking. She's like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I, I think the, pro- the problem is, I agree. Like, of course, Andy took it, uh, but Jen knew about it and didn't tell the others. I mean, if she had just told Jack immediately, he would have still probably had the same sort of reaction. But at least they would have all been on the same page, you know. But but. But she didn't know that there would be that there were other drugs in Andy's system that there would be any sort of reaction to it. Mm. Jen had taken that that drug 
numerous times before. So she was basically like, okay, I just have to watch her. And that'll be fine. And she did. Drew, he made it worse as well. I hate that guy. He makes everything worse. Everything. I fucking hate Drew. I hate There's always a guy. Every season there's a guy to hate. Like there's a new guy to hate. Yeah, that's true. Cliff. And Drew is our guy this season. Yeah. Fuck you, Drew. We have women like that too. Eve. Hashtag Eve. Never forget. Yeah. She's not coming back, is she, Lex? No, she's not. Okay, good. (laughs) um, Next episode. No. (laughs) God. Uh, But the... Uh, I also hated the part where Drew is a, a different episode, but where he like trapped himself with uh, Joey in the stockroom. Yeah, and then like assaults Joey. Yeah, I, I mean, the the, yeah. the one thing about that was that it it did show that he didn't want to be home, right? Because he, right, like, he has a bad home life right. for sure. I mean, it doesn't excuse any of this stuff, yeah. but. And I can't remember uh, the assaulting. Does, does he does he grab her or something? Well, he catches her and then he forces a kiss on her. That's that's, right. that's what I mean. Like she is he he catches her and then is just like Ugh, like make out like what the fuck, dude? Like it, it was it was a moment where it's like oh you did save her and then it also looks like yes he doesn't like being around his dad or whatever but it also because he forced a kiss on her it kind of looks like he tried to make it set up where they would be in this and possibly like mm-hmm. i don't know what he was thinking that they would have sex or something yeah and he had he had a phone in his pocket the whole time didn't he mm-hmm. um, yeah which by the way is an interesting development now we're getting phones mm-hmm. we're getting cell phones mm-hmm. the show is changing in that way technology is developing yeah um you know that that season one moment where dawson is like you know, Joey has confessed her feelings and he's running around looking for her. That kind of stuff is not really going to be the norm anymore. They're changing how they're telling stories. Mm-hmm. Where, Whereas, like, some other shows, like, you know, One Tree Hill being the one example we always come back to, they have technology the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's there. It's established. It gets better as the show goes along, but this is one of the few shows that kind of is right there right before it happens. And it has that transition into the more modern age. Yeah. Um, uh, which I just love watching. I love seeing the technology and everything like that change. Yeah. I, I like where it's at, like in terms of I, it's nostalgic without for me, even watching it the first time because we're seeing things mm-hmm. like that or when they, when the phones do come in they're you know, like massive, you know brick yeah. brick phones or or whatever and i'm sure we will get into like the flip phone era soon and mm-hmm. yeah but yeah drew he's a prick like he is such a douche yeah fuck drew yeah fuck him. but don't fuck drew no ew. never <laughs> <laughs> never fuck drew but drew is gone that's can because we get that on a t-shirt or something please don't fuck drew <laughs> never yeah just never never fuck, fuck drew, drew. yeah never chats. fuck drew that would be that would be an amazing like sticker Never fuck Drew. Never. Never. Let us know, guys. <laughs> Never fuck Drew, sticker. Okay. So, um, Drew ends up getting in trouble for mm-hmm. this prank that Dawson, Jack... Jack is... I, I like they kind of pulled Jack into it, too. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dawson and Pacey, I guess since they were younger, have had this idea of a prank and... 
they end up getting away with it and planting it on Drew. I love um, that episode. It that was, was a fun. It was fun. Yeah. It's not, I will say it's not one that I, like, when I watch it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember this episode, but it's not one of my favorites of the season. I don't know why. It just doesn't. Once you know the full reveal, I think it doesn't hold up as well in right. watches. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But, okay, so, um, we can, we can kind of go in any direction with that because talking about the boat situation um we have obviously dawson pacey joey Mm -hmm. joey is kind of involved with that in the sense that like she's like oh they're kind of like getting along again um i think i mean it's your choice do you want to talk do you want to talk about dawson or do you want to talk about pacey Um, What what are you thinking let's do let's do dawson Okay, so Dawson is, he's having a really weird season. So it starts with him, they come back, and he basically can't even see her, can't, he freaks out seeing her, he doesn't want to see him at all. Mm-hmm. He's like, what, you know, like, Jen invites them, I mean, uh, Jen invites Joey, but like, she's going to come with Pacey, or or that's at least an option, and the idea that why would he be there is so fucked to me i'm like no i'm sorry it's kind of like i have i have rules with friends who have partners which is like i assume that like if i tell them a secret or something like the partner can know yeah of course. and i'm fine with that because i would never ask someone to keep something from their partner their spouse or whatever Mm -hmm. that's not healthy that's not good i trust that it will stop there but like that you know so so the idea of just like oh why is he here i'm like because it's her boyfriend like yeah. you you little bitch like <laughs> stop is <laughs> can we get that on a t-shirt as well dawson you little bitch you little yes bitch. yeah is are you talking yeah. about when they're watching jaws yes i firstly that seems like a really dope experience to like watch it. In, I in want the water. to do that so bad. Someone yeah. arranged that in Wilmington when we have Wilmington trip. Twenty twenty five. Figure it out. Twenty twenty five. Listeners, someone do it. Figure so it out. Much to do in twenty twenty five. I know. <laughs> we've got so much to do. Like as in, we've got this whole One Tree Hill thing, but we're gonna need a separate, like at least a full. Dawson's mm-hmm. Creek day we've got a pier to go to we've got I know I was gonna say can we get near the house I hope that they let us that would be cool definitely that's okay, gonna so, happen but, yeah um, uh, yeah go on so like that he's having issues with seeing them together he thought he was gonna be okay but he's not he's also there's a new love interest in Dawson's life Yes, Gretchen. Gretchen. Oh, that is a that is a very interesting reaction to Gretchen. I do not know how listeners feel about Gretchen, by the way. I know how I feel about her based off of my viewings of the show. Um, but Gretchen, as we learn, is Pacey's older sister. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing she's about 21. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dawson had a crush on her even before Joey was a thing. Like, he, that was his first, like girl that he was interested in and they rekindle a friendship now as young adults and that is kind of turning as 
as the point we're reaching now, it's kind of turning into a romantic relationship, mm-hmm. which is kind of surprising that she would want to have a romantic relationship with this 17 year old well i guess but... she didn't right it's t- she was resilient for a long time she was yeah yeah but uh, he won her over i don't know he is, he is kind of mature as as this goes on he gets better yeah. Like we can agree on that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, He's the way that he handles better. her, he doesn't like chase her in an inappropriate way. Like he is, he is a much better version of himself. Yeah. As this season progresses, we're all shaped by experience and learning, yes. and he's evolving. And they also shared very personal uh, situations with each other, with Gail and Mitch. Mm-hmm. And the pregnancy and her talking about yes. having a miscarriage and and everything that went along with that. So they're on a deeper level. I think that that does a lot to a relationship, like whether it's just a friendship mm-hmm. or a romantic relationship, is that you, you've you gone a level deeper than you would with, you know, uh, an average normal person. So... Yeah, it it developed well. The reason that I was like, oh, Gretchen, was because I I think I just I, I can't, I'm I'm all for it, but I think it was just why did it have to be Pacey's sister? Like it just sort of muddied the water oh, a yeah. little bit more. Well, I mean, even know? Pacey has that where he's like, it's sisters. I think it had to be Pacey's sister to like balance put it. them in. A, to put them in a position where Pacey has to forgive mm-hmm. a, a like a wronged, which once again he doesn't have fucking ownership of Joey, so it shouldn't be that way. And once and Pacey doesn't have ownership of Gretchen, it shouldn't be this way. But like it, it's almost like they're going through their own little fucking bro code like drama on the side of this. Um. But Pacey handles it really well, I will say. He does he does have that moment where he tries to push Gretchen Gretchen on her shitty ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, you should be with him instead." Not really denouncing Dawson, but kind of trying to see like, "Hey, maybe I can make this not happen." And it doesn't. Like it doesn't work and then he's kind of like, "Okay, well, I guess like it's weird to me, but I think a lot of Pacey's anxiety from that ultimately comes from his insecurities about how Joey feels about Dawson still. Mm. Like he's concerned that she's jealous. Yeah. And that like that means she doesn't love him the same way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that it's reasonable to a certain extent to yeah. have that paranoia because it was such a it ran so deep their relationship yeah. and their friendship and the way it built up and, and all of that the guy that's playing the douchebag that was um her gretchen's like college yes. boyfriend <laughs> he really reminded me of like jonathan taylor thomas like the way that he looked he kind of oh, looked like yeah. he could be like his brother or something but yeah, yeah that guy it was a complete douche. But the guy that played him played it really well. Yeah, it's kind of I believable. Agree. And, like, it was that idea of kind of tempting Pacey as well. There was a moment of, like, oh, no, what's going to happen? It's like, 
no he he just wants joey like there's no there's not even like a, a pacey going oh maybe like they, they they don't even they don't fuck with that they know we would hate that yeah. <laughs> as as viewers um so yeah so dawson has that is his romantic relationship that's kind of building now I do like the deepening of like friendship into more than that. And they're Mm -hmm. figuring it out. Mm -hmm. They obviously were caught kind of making out at the end of the last episode that you saw at Pacey's birthday party, which, but why would you do that at his birthday party? That's a whole separate thing. Yeah. That, that episode we will discuss soon. But then this side uh, story with Dawson is Brooks. Um, AI Brooks being introduced to the show. Yep. I like that. And, rekindling his love his his actual first love which is film and filmmaking yeah i I like that and i like well i don't like but the the twist that it started that he was like the mean old man and actually Mm -hmm. you know there's this backstory and then now we find out then he's he's dating grams and that's great and then we find out that he's sick and so that's sad and Graham's knows that he's sick, but, you know, it's kind of that mantra of, well, enjoy the present, you know, enjoy what we have now. And, yeah, it's really and interesting. And Graham's was a nurse. Remember that she was a nurse so that she kind of has that perspective of people that deal with death, like, more and, and illness more than we, you know, everyone else probably does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, she's got a really good outlook on it. and She's not going to not be interested in this person because he's dying which i think is really brave of her to take that on yeah for sure i i think that brooks gretchen and drew will all be done in this season i think both by the time season four, (laughs) all done drew dead by my hands brooks by you know the hands of god and gretchen (laughs) well no i don't want her dead but yeah, I think that they'll all be they'll all come to an end because mm-hmm. I think they're going to time jump and they won't survive mm. the jump. Brooks literally, gotcha. the others just you know. Brooks, <laughs> Brooks literally, um, yeah. So I I really like the Dawson storyline with Brooks. Um, mm. I like. Yeah, I just like they're they're going, let's bring him back to film because he lost it even before the Pacey and Joey situation. Yeah. He was he was losing it for a while. And you know, it's kind of that idea of like absence makes the heart grow fonder. That I didn't know that I missed and needed this thing until I had a glimpse of it again. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, I this is I want this back in my life. And it comes in the form of like this this man that he he borrowed his boat and then had to pay for it make up for it um that damage that he did the cost he did, he's done a lot of chores for that i mean it's kind of on the mm-hmm. level of like the karate kid well, level kind of chores you know he's at this point he's done and now he's just hanging around brooks and like you know actively um you know a part of the filmmaking side with brooks so yeah, uh, so you're kind of like eh, about Gretchen, and that's really Gretchen. Like that kind of covers all of Gretchen's stuff. Like her stuff is linked to Pacey Dawson. Uh, she gets a job at the Leary's Fresh Fish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because she left college because of, I think, the trauma of losing a baby. Mm-hmm. That's 
I don't think there's really much else to it. She had a shitty boyfriend. She lost a baby, and maybe yeah. she didn't really want to be in college in the first place. So yeah, yeah. It, sometimes it's about timing. I often think like my college experience like i i enjoyed it but i mean i didn't learn anything like i learned way yeah. more doing traveling and doing the camp america things than mm-hmm. i ever did there but I and like... i did what gretchen did i dropped out of high i dropped out of college right and then, and then, then you've back gone later. back now like if if i yeah. i feel like if i was there i mean i'm a, i'm a bit older than you but if i was there at your age or even you know my age now i would enjoy it for the learning aspect for what you're actually mm-hmm. you know meant to do it for as much as like the community and all of that other side of things yeah but i think especially here in the uk people just go for that side they don't go for the learning part anymore oh like, yeah that's here too that. yeah so yeah yeah but um i, I don't and to get like jobs like to get job opportunities just to that's, have it that's on why the, we do it yeah here. just yeah. to have it on the yeah. resume as like a right. stamp yeah you get paid more in theory not even necessarily true nowadays but yeah uh. I wonder what like the deficit is between the more that you could earn by having it on there, but compared to the debt that you've gone in for paying it. Do you know what I mean? Like whether oh, there's a it's where the balance you're is. in there. Like I don't know anyone who um, hasn't like suffered because of that. Like and is not there. No one's making enough money to justify the cost of degrees nowadays. Yeah, so crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's specifically in America because it's so expensive here. But. Yeah, it's way more expensive there than it is here. Like, it is expensive here. And I forget. I think we spoke about this before. I, I forget yeah, whether we we've capped it. It was capped at one point, and I think they took the cap off. But I know that in America, it's, like, astronomical. Um, yeah. But I will just say, I don't dislike Gretchen. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm just, I feel aware that I think she's just one of these characters that's in for a season and then out. If she mm-hmm. stays, then that's that's cool. But I think she's done within this one. Yeah. Okay, well, let's talk about Pacey and Joey. Yay. Your favorite part I... is them reading in the hammocks. I I love that scene. That is one of that is a peak romance scene um on any TV show to me. It's so sweet and simple and the the idea they're playing up this whole time like oh they had sex on the boat like they did like they did it they didn't do it and everyone's asking them it's really fucked up <laughs> everyone is like asking them if they had sex and like and they're like oh you want to do the thing on the boat and we're like oh okay so they're gonna and then they go and they're just reading to each other they had a a very like a true true love <laughs> Um, like a, a true romance throughout the summer that was not sexual. So they haven't, you know, they haven't gone that far and they kind of address it in this season as well. There's times where he's like, I'm going to cool off because you usually stop it. And yeah, it, that's one of the only things that I don't like from Pacey in this is he, it does feel like sometimes he's kind of a guy. But then I have to remind myself that he is a 17-year-old guy. Like, yeah. And it's normal for him to want his girlfriend that's, in that way. Yeah, that's, is, that just adds more layers of realism because that, yeah. that is just how... I mean, there is your do, personality and then there's hormones, you know? Yes. Do you think... I'm curious what you think about Do you think that this is a storyline now? Like That they're like, the, never going to have sex or thing. 
Right. The idea, I, I just was thinking about this, um, and they, and they do this obviously on One Tree Hill with, um, Haley, like the, like virginity being a thing and Nathan had to get her married real quick. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But like, do they even, is that even a storyline that like young people nowadays would want to watch or they just not give a shit? And that's why I think that's more of just like a question in the air. I'd be curious to hear what listeners think, especially listeners that have kids. But oh, God. I don't know if any any of our listeners have kids that are in that age or if that would be like their nieces and nephews and stuff. Mine are still too young. But yeah, like it's I like these types of storylines because it is very relatable in my opinion. And I don't like the newer we talked to, I've talked about this at least on Ravens, like the Gossip Girl type of shows where I'm like, this is not relatable at all. And, you know, when someone had sex for the first time in high school, like your friends, it was a big deal. Like it was a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And I just, I'm wondering now, I'm like, is it still a big deal to them? Or is it just kind of like how you did the thing? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have no, it's just, no concept. Right. It's that's why I said it's kind of like a the- theoretical, you know. but it's a really big thing between the two of them now where they're like, they've been together for quite some time now. And that, that question is up in the air. Are they going to progress their relationship? And I like that at the end of the day, they do. Kind of, like she kind of sets up the boundary of like I'm not doing this before I'm ready and I'm not mm. ready. Yeah, and great. he's like, okay, yeah, like he's like, okay, yeah, and that, um, you know, the same thing with One Tree Hill, I think handled that really well. Where it's like, okay, then we'll wait. That's that's how it's gonna go. Um, but they're just <laughs> I'm just I remembering love... in sorry in Which, One Tree Hill. The, because... Are you thinking of the porn? Yes. <laughs> Or just more how, like, upset she was. Like, she was so upset. I mean, that's I something that, like, wouldn't wouldn't uh, be relevant now because, you know, all teenagers have got access to the internet pretty much, right? So, yeah. like, I imagine the porn consumption is higher than I... it's ever been amongst teenagers. But I know people that it's a genuine fight when, like the guy is following like these porn stars or these certain models on Instagram and stuff. Right. That is a, that is a thing nowadays. Like that, you know, following those accounts makes women feel insecure. I don't know. I never really, I've never really felt insecure about that. I've had the insecurities about friends. If I'm dating a girl, like, is that friend trustworthy? Because X, Y, and Z, you know, those natural insecurities, but I don't really, I don't really get insecure about like the the person in the the phone or the computer or whatever. I eh, yeah, whatever. I guess it kind of just depends on each person, and it depends on yeah. whether you know. Some people are very clear that that's a fantasy. It's a yeah. uh, it's it's not real life, you know. Um, but then other people are like, well, like how Haley feels in Wondering Hill yeah. is that well you're comparing them to me and Nathan's saying, well, it's not a comparison. Uh, mm-hmm. And he actually says in that episode, I'm trying to give you space. Like this is actually allowing me to not have put any pressure on you because he's literally relieving the pressure and, within himself. And that, that literally feels like a story that you could apply to Pacey and Joey. Like mm. they could have 
that that exact story, but like with her finding like a magazine or something, right, right, yeah. and being insecure about that. What that's what's interesting is that it could be the same and story could, applied and to the two of them. That, yeah, and he could say the same thing and say, "Well, yeah, this is actually I'm I'm doing this so that I don't put pressure on you." I mean, there's there's all different ways to unpack it because then you could just mm-hmm. come with, "Well, why can't?" he have self-control or why can't men have self-control yeah. and so on and so forth but the the truth of the matter is, is it's difficult i don't it's difficult i don't yeah. have sex with men so i don't think about i don't give a shit but <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> but men are stu- um, we're stupid and we're yes primitive i agree animals yeah. um like men i'm, I'm saying and uh you know th- those things feel true like to teenagers mm-hmm. i think when when you're older you have more self-control um, would like to think anyway or some people yeah. probably don't but uh yeah they, those storylines feel true to life i think yeah and i think it was in this in that especially when he flips it flips it around and it's like well like he wants her to initiate things right and, mm-hmm. and he sort of is stopping and trying to take control or take power back like those things Mm -hmm. feel like that could actually happen yes yeah like he's always you know he's um all gas no brakes and she's like constant brakes so he's just like i don't know what to do here like Mm -hmm. you know i'm gonna try something different um but they're good like overall they're very good they have Mm. a lot of moments where she's fearing they're both fearing the future um but he's kind of like look wherever you go i'll go Mm -hmm. and it you know she's concerned about paying for college and all these things but he's like i'm not really going to get into college but i'll find a way to be near you yeah and i i love that they're not letting that get in the way Mm. but i do worry you know we're talking about joey and pacey but they're kind of they're so linked to each other they're they're two halves of the whole person in this Mm -hmm. season i think and and the end of last season um i think that pacey is really especially in the, the episode with his birthday he's really starting to feel the pressures of the consequences of life which is he has kind of screwed around now mitch is a guidance counselor and has told him which i'm like how the fuck did that happen he yeah whatever he does everything at the school teaches english yeah so he's like he's like pacey you're failing i'm like you gotta get help and yeah and he's improving in the same ways that he did with andy he really needs a motivator he's kind of like a an aimless person and i think that that's very relatable um I've had moments in my life where I've felt kind of aimless like that and I've had like I have to step up for someone else or whatever and it helps me get through that moment. Um so I I like I relate to Pacey. I like what he's going well, I don't like what he's going through, but I like the way that they're dealing with this storyline because some kids didn't don't get into college. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that happened to some of my friends too. And they were basically told like, don't even bother applying. I had that happen too. Like I, I, you know, it's really messed up when kids like Pacey are given up on. And I think that them exploring that is very relatable. 
Like Pacey, they they gave up on Pacey for when he was like a child. That's evident from the birthday episode. Mm-hmm. Like he was a kid, and they just were like, "No, you should be a dog groomer, not a veterinarian." Yeah. Who does that to their like little child? What? Sorry, hit the mic. What? <laughs> yeah, that ep- that episode was crazy, and it gave great insight into Pacey's home life. And we met his mom, who's uh, yeah. You know, you know, from Jane, Jane Lynch from Glee. Yeah. Did you ever watch Glee? No, but I know her from like Good. the forty-year-old virgin, and she had yeah. like a little part. Yeah. In that and the and... Glee was like the big thing for her, but don't watch Glee. Just don't. <laughs> okay, okay. That's, yeah. Uh, you I, don't, I don't need to watch Glee. I okay. <laughs> I lived through it. I advise no one watches Glee. Make that I a lived t-shirt, it, guys. Make it a t-shirt. I lived it. No one watched. Glee. I lived it. No, ne- don't watch Glee. Don't ne- do it, guys. And never fuck Drew. But never fuck Drew. Never. I think uh it was that was a really good episode. Like I I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. one. Not I mean it was painful to watch, but I I enjoyed yeah. it and I thought Joshua Jackson did a great job as he always did. And then he had a really nice moment with his dad afterwards. Yeah. Um which which was really good and the fireworks and he explained that you know that was like the best gift that um that pacey had gotten or piece when he was a kid and said it was the best gift so it's it's really good writing i i think no one can ever take that away from dawson's creek because it's really well yeah. written and well acted and that's why it yeah. can it can stand the test of time because with those two components then it's never gonna go out of style or be bad you know because it's always going to be consistently good yeah. And I think there's this interesting thing that Joey sees in that episode in particular, which is Joey has always had the entire outside world look down on her, right? Like her her mom died, her dad was the drug dealer, her sister got pregnant at like 23 or something like that in an interracial relationship, which we've discussed, which is, you know, in real life now, we, we're like not a big deal, but in certain communities is a big deal unfortunately cape side being one of those communities um and joey i think is kind of viewed as like trash like this is a kind of affluent area they get a lot of tourists and stuff like that and she's kind of a lower class person but joey really has been loved like her mother loved her that is very clear from every story that they talk about joey's mom Bessie loves her. They get on each other's nerves, but they do love each other at the end of the day. Her nephew loves her. Um, Bodie loves her. Yeah, he's not around as much and everything because he's always off working and all that. But everyone, she and she had Dawson's parents. And what's clear in that episode is that Pacey didn't have this. Mm. Pacey had no support from anyone in his life he was either forgotten because he has a big family or he was downright just like thrown to the side Mm -hmm. and it kind of feels like yeah like maybe mitch and gail like they did kind of help him at times but there's only so much they can do as outside people um and that's i think that that kind of offers joey a lot more perspective in that because she's like i I don't know what to do. There's so many times when Katie Holmes in that episode is just like, I I really don't know how to deal with this. Mm-hmm. And 
it felt like almost like an in-laws moment where it's like you're the, the in-laws are being shitty to your partner yep which unfortunately happens to a lot of people and you're like i don't know what to do because it's your parents but like this is terrible and they should not treat you this way yeah yeah totally totally it was it was powerful to and we needed that it's been a long time that we've yeah we've seen bits of joey's dad and we yeah. see him with with his brother but to have that environment it was important and yeah really really well done and it it's left me in this position of how i just i want to get to the next episode and want to get to the yeah. second half of the season and now i can starting straight after this <laughs> yeah i was actually just looking at what the next episode is ew i just okay i just want to <laughs> I was looking, reading, and I was reading this thing. It was talking about Drew. And Drew is spelled D-R-U-E. Even the name What? Is wrong. I've never seen Drew spelled that way in my entire life. No. What are you, a fucking vampire? What are, what are you, <laughs> why is your name spelled? Oh, God. Well, okay. Yeah. Um, that pretty, I mean, pretty much covers the Pacey and Joey. They're strong. I think it's just Mitch um, and Gail that we need to talk Mitch about. Mitch and Gail, yeah. Which, the big thing with them, which you mentioned earlier, is that she's pregnant. And that is very late in the game to, mm -hmm. you know, because Dawson's 17. That's a huge age gap. Mm -hmm. And there's the whole, how Dawson reacts and then the they're gonna keep it mitch wants them to keep wants gail to keep it she doesn't want to keep it they're not sure and then they are keeping it um, did they find out the sex of the baby because i know that was a thing that they discussed but do you remember if they actually found out ish. i know i know what the baby is but I, like i can't i can't remember specifically but something's telling me that it's a boy but i maybe i okay. don't know that or is, no okay. no i'm not sure i'm not 100%. i think they kept it up in the air like okay. i think they kept it as a like surprise because, like, remember they were painting the room? Yeah. And they were trying to decide what to do with the paint and, yeah. That's right. And I think it was, actually, no, I think they, didn't they do, like, yellow or something neutral? Where yellow. it was like, no, you don't yeah. even have to worry about it. Yeah. Like, leave it a surprise. But, yeah. I, I mean, how have they not had, like, 20 kids with the way those two fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they are on each other all the time. Yeah. Well, have you seen Gail? Gosh. No, no, no. I mean, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I'm just like, how do you not have more kids? Up. Uh, well, okay. All right. Yeah. So they're still running the restaurant. They're having a baby now. Mm -hmm. I liked that they brought up the idea of not having the baby. Mm. Um, because that's a very difficult discussion. And in the case of Gretchen that would automatically be a thing that you would talk about. Mm -hmm. Whether she would or not is is set to the side. But because she's young and doesn't have money and anything like that, it would be a question that you raise. We don't usually talk about situations like this where they, Mitch and Gail don't have any financial reason why they can't have a kid. They don't mm -hmm. have any, like they're married, they're happily married now. So there's not like a family strife. As to why they wouldn't have this child. But they still have the discussion. They still. It's still an option. And it's still kind of normalized. And that's like a really difficult thing to talk about. 
even now, let alone in 2000. Mm-hmm. So I was just, I was impressed that they took on that, that storyline. Yeah. Again, progressive, like Dawson's yeah. Creek ahead of its time, I think is fair to say. And yeah, I, I think it was handled well. I like how mm-hmm. they've rekindled their relationship, but it feels like, again, like a realistic sort of timeline. It wasn't instant. It, they worked at it. It was built out. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I, I really like Mitch and Gail. I'm really happy that they're together. And, you know, whether they had the baby or didn't have the baby, I would have been happy either way. And good like you yeah know, i think that whatever they had to choose what was right for them and yeah i'm happy yeah the worst I, i'm thing glad would be that... if she loses it like just because that would be like reckoning so yeah. i really hope that it's a smooth birth yeah i'm glad that they at least brought it up given like her age and everything like that 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 discussion was had because i think she's supposed to be in her late 30s early 40 like maybe 40 I'm I'm Which... think I'm thinking now that if they were to be if they were to continue down this line and maybe the baby would like be born with a learning disability or maybe with like down syndrome or something like mm-hmm. that because that that has a higher uh, possibility with mm-hmm. late, later pregnancies so I'm going to put that out there as a potential mm. prediction that 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 might happen thought of on the spot yeah just as you were saying yeah. that I was like oh maybe. And because we keep we kept saying about how progressive storylines that mm-hmm. that would I could imagine that happening. Yeah, and that's definitely something that so many shows have failed at, unfortunately, mm-hmm. either not addressing it at all or doing it really poorly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think that's everyone. I think that's mm-hmm. like everything that has happened so far. So I'm glad that you're you're enjoying it. Oh yeah, um, because it's it's difficult to come off of such a great and crazy season that was the end. The back half of season three was insane, and it does kind of slow down, and like it becomes more Dawson's Creek again, more like a, a slower burn of a show. Um, so I think some people struggle with that, and it does. I think that's kind of the jarring feeling too. Like that might be why it feels a little jarring to you because it does slow down again. Yeah, that's true, but I think because I just rolling through them, um, I no, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. There's been no episode that I haven't enjoyed. There are characters mm-hmm. that I don't like, but I'm meant to not like them. Like I like all the characters right. that I'm supposed to like, and I dislike the characters I'm supposed to dislike. Yes. So yeah, but I will be honest. You know, if it gets to a point where I'm like I'm not feeling this as much, um, I will say, but that has not happened. Mm-hmm so yeah good it's good i'm I'm enjoying it good uh i think that's pretty much it for it um oh we did actually we did have one write-in from listener and i'm pulling up her note okay so kara brought this up kara actually listened to river court back in the day shout out to kara and if it's the same kara then she is a raven that's awesome yeah, I hope I hope it's the same, but if not, that's okay too. That's what cares. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kara wants to know what da- what we think Dawson would think of Spielberg's new West Side Story remake. Oh, so you, it's not out yet. It's oh. coming out next month. Oh, okay. Um, but have you seen the original? No. Okay. Are you a musical person? Yes, but I ha- I haven't seen. There's a couple of the classics I haven't seen. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen it's... Les Mis. Um, 
Yeah. Is it good? I, I'm not I'm not big on Les Mis, but West Side Story is one of my favorites. One of my, my favorite um, films. I I don't understand, and I think Dawson would probably have this question about a lot of more recent Spielberg films. Why are you doing the things that you're doing? <laughs> he's such an amazing filmmaker, and I'm genuinely confused by some of the choices. I think he's just bored. He's so good that, yeah, like, he's, done he's it just all. like, let me take this on. But, yeah, I mean, Dawson would see it. He would just love it, it wouldn't theaters. he? Unconditionally, yeah. just whatever yeah. it is. He'd, he'd be put there. a poster up and in, in, in may, depending on how good it is, he'll put it either inside of his closet or outside, you know? Because remember, yeah. he's got the he's got the little B-movies. He's got always, you know, hanging up in the closet and there and stuff. So, 1941. That's Jura- Jurassic Park 2. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a favorite of mine because it came out when I was like seven or something. But it's, Spielberg uh, didn't direct that one, did he? Did he yeah, do he did one and he two. He did, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. That's like one of the only sequels that he's done. Like, he's only done a yeah. couple sequels. But... Jurassic Park 2 is like just King Kong to me. I don't, I don't <laughs> like that. I'm not, not a huge fan of... I loved it because it came out yeah. when I was like that age, but it's not right. Known. You know, it's not renowned. But uh, No. Yeah, I'd no. imagine he would just love anything that he does. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think he would love that. So, yeah, um, if anyone wants to send in thoughts, if you're concerned about spoilers, send them to me. Um, But, yeah, we are going to cover the back half. So now we're going to watch all of the rest of the episodes of season four. Let's get it. Links are in the description for Lex and Matt's excellent adventure for the Ravens and uh, for our Instagrams for Lex's TikTok. And, yeah, we appreciate you all. We're... We've only, we only got three of the no wait that was bad maths. Well, you've got five of these left, right? Three per se- no seven. Wait, two per season. Because we right? oh wait 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 I'm sorry we're on season four yeah oh my god I'm bad too yeah you're right we've only got five of these. You left. need to be good at maths right now. I have to go yeah I have to go I have to go do math math homeworks to finish this stupid degree so yeah anyway five more. Five side chats and hopefully maybe some conversations right. with cast members and things I'm like sure that. I'm sure we're going to I'm sure we're going to you guys should probably become a raven because I'm sure we're going to live stream the finale too. Oh that's hell gonna yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That. So that's going to be a thing. And we have to do some things like I'd love to do a, a one-off episode where we do uh Dawson's Creek One Tree Hill comparison <laughs> like yes. like try like put together the, what we think There's... is the best Dawson's Creek episode versus the best One Tree Hill episode and be like, which one would win and stuff like that. There is something coming that you haven't seen yet that is one of the most egregious, in my opinion. Moments. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. So, well, we, we have to do some stuff yeah. like that. That'd be great. Yeah. All right. Ooh. Well, thanks for listening, watching, Salute. Salute.